For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The way that I know somebody loves me is I disagree with them, and then I see how they handle me. For sure. Right? And maybe not love, but at least respect. Because sometimes I would prefer respect than yeah. love. Respect me. You know, sure. because love can sometimes be subjective, but respect when that stays stable. And I know because I see it all the time. People fall out. And then the next thing you know, now you're airing everything that person confided in you. Yeah. And it's like, wow, maybe you don't love me so much right now. But where's the respect? Where's the, you know, common secret keeping amongst women that, OK, yeah, you're upset with me. Yeah, I did something that offended you. But there was a time where you did love me. It's the girl CEO show, run it up Always on the grind, you already know what's up Everything from dating to life in the business Covering it all like a boss, come and get this It's the girl CEO show, yeah Hey best friends, welcome to the girl CEO show This segment is really dear to my heart Because I have one of my craziest, closest people joining me today my best friend. And I think this segment is really important uh, because we're going to talk a little bit about the dynamics of friendship as far as women goes. All right. So play nice in front of company. Okay. I won't embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let me introduce you guys to my best friend, Noor. Thank you. She changed her name. Okay, that's all. We'll get there. Okay, let's let's kick it off. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself before we start, so they can just know who the heck you are. So first and foremost, I'm your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's brought me here today. Um, and I'm also a wife. I'm a mother. I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm a real estate agent in the DMV area. I love it. Well, you know, we always talked about having this segment because. Friendships just evolved so much over the years. And I think that we have probably been through <laughs> hell and high water together. I have some stories. I don't know if I'm going to bring them all today or not, <laughs> but I have some stories. Yes, we do. And, and it's just crazy because I just feel like friendships and relationships, they have to stay in the test of time. And I have you and I have Jennifer and you guys have been my best friends for years. And Jen, Jen will be joining us on the show soon as well. So guys, get prepared. We're going to have a really good time. But today I wanted to kind of talk about the dynamics of friendship and how we have grown um, as women and, have, and how we have evolved and become different people, but, have, but also how we have kept our relationship together, you know, through the thick and the thin and the good and the bad. And just how, you know, we need to just kind of glorify women not falling out and just kind of communicating more in relationships. So let's kick it off. Like, how in the hell have you dealt with me all this time? <laughs> <laughs> so so a real, that's a real question, right? So you guys love Ronnie and know Ronnie well. And she is a firecracker. She is 
a lot to deal with. <laughs> a whole lot. A whole but lot. let me just say this. As the years have gone past, you have mellowed out a whole lot. I have. I think that in our friendship, one of the turning points for me that really helped me, like, decide, like, I'm really locked in with you. Yeah. Is realizing that the root of everything um, in our relationship is love on yeah. your end. And I think that that's really important. When you know somebody truly loves you and means well for you and wants good for you, then you can kind of get over sometimes the delivery, yeah. the bluntness, right? Which is me, I'm a little bit sensitive, right? I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my style. No, she's a Gemini. <laughs> and I don't like people telling me what to do. Yeah, right? crazy. I don't like people to tell me what to do. Are you right? guys crazy? We are, little. Comment in the chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I think that the biggest thing for me was realizing that you truly love me and that your passion wasn't coming from a place of judgment when it was times that we would bump heads, but it was more some, fr from a place that you loved me and really wanted the best for me. And you were saying and having the conversations with me that a lot of friends don't have. They have the conversations, let's make no doubt, people are having the conversations, but when you find a good friend, a good friend is having the conversation with you. I'm gonna run that back again. People are having the conversations. What does that mean? They're having it with somebody else. Yeah. Make no mistake, if you're running around here looking crazy, somebody's talking, it just may not be to you. Yeah. But a good friend is gonna come to you and it really took some self-evaluation on my end to, to say, and some growth, that I'm allowed to be held accountable. Yeah. by my friends, and that if I'm surrounded by people who love me, that I should want people in my corner who are willing to check me, because I'm not easy to check. <laughs> Definitely not easy. That's my husband. You know, and, and I think that, you know, I felt like this conversation was just so important because, you know, we live in a world now where relationships and friendships are so temporary. It's like mm -hmm. one minute you see people together, the next minute, you know, the relationships are just over, things just fall apart, and you don't know, you know, what happened. Mm -hmm. And I just think that as women, we have to do better with communication. And we've gone through, you know, over a decade plus in friendship, and I've softened up a whole lot. Yes. Lord. It's been a two-way street of it's working been a two -way on street. each other. But what, what people have to realize and what I want, you know, you guys to know and understand is that every relationship takes work. That's so true. We always talk about relationships when it comes to your significant other. Mm -hmm. We talk about relationships with family members. And we'll work a little harder on those relationships. But I feel like we don't have the same level of dedication to our friends. This has been a marriage. This girl used to have me in her phone at Kim Brown. <laughs> <laughs> when I say she loves me, she really loves me, and I love her too. Yeah. And and I think that that's so true because we see it all the time. You know, women go through these toxic relationships. You know, they begin to stay with a man that's cheating on them, beating on them, giving them a, a hundred thousand times. But the first time you miss a birthday dinner. It's the friendship is out the window. Or you give him a, a hundred chances, mm -hmm. but you'll cut your friend off like that. Yeah, And never exactly. talk to her again. Exactly. Back. And I just think that in friendships that we have to really give each other grace. 
Yeah. And understand that in all situations, in any dynamic, that we cannot hold anybody to perfection. You know, in this friendship, there have been times where I've let you down. There's been times where you've let me down. And it's been times that we had to circle back around, talk it through, and apologize. And, you know, correct. And I think that a lot of friendships or people who call themselves friends are really quick to throw that label on without really experiencing people in different spaces yeah. and seasons. It's like, oh, this person is fun. We're making money. We're both on social media, and now we're BFFs. And it's like, no. Yeah, it's not. Right? Like, you haven't seen this person under stress. Or under pressure. Yeah, and in duress <laughs> when it comes to you. Yeah. The way that I know somebody loves me is I disagree with them, and then I see how they handle me. For sure. Right? And maybe not love, but at least respect. Because sometimes I would prefer respect than yeah. love. Respect me, you know, sure. because love can sometimes be subjective. But respect, when that stays stable, and I know, because I see it all the time, people fall out, and then the next thing you know, now you're airing everything that person confided in you. Yeah. And it's like, wow, maybe you don't love me so much right now, but where's the respect? Where's the, you know, common secret keeping amongst women that, okay, yeah, you're upset with me. Yeah, I did something that offended you, but there was a time where you did love me. And yeah. there was a time where we did hold sacred space. And now everything that I confided in you, that's up for debate. You're telling people in social circles, you know, that maybe know me, you're posting subliminals, you know, mm -hmm. about me online. And I just don't do it. And we have a rule amongst us that, that we, we don't. don't do it. Yeah, we don't do social media. No. So. At all. Ever. And we have had moments where we have had it out. Big time. Because the growth has happened. And mm -hmm. and I think it's really important that we let people know about the growth. Because mm -hmm. we, there, we've there we experienced a, a whole lot of change Yeah. Um, throughout the time. Shoot, I introduced you as Noor. People are like, who the heck is Noor? You know, they, yes, they, they don't yes, know who Noor is. Yes. Well, my best friend <laughs> recently changed her name. So. <laughs> so this is one thing. So we have our own challenges with being friends. Mine is you got to keep up. <laughs> because I, I will reintroduce myself um, because I'm real big on self-discovery, self-mastery. Like right now I'm doing a raw vegan cleanse where I'm eating no cooked um, mm -hmm. fruits or vegetables. You know, and I, I'm constantly challenging myself um, because I feel like we live in a world where most of people are followers. Yeah. And I'm not a follower. And so I'm not afraid to say, hmm, I used to agree with this, but not anymore. Yeah. You know, and let me reintroduce myself. And so that can be tough being a person's friend. And um, I remember when times when we would fall out, I would, I would be like, why? Like, this is one when I became Muslim, right? So she also changed her religion. Yeah. So, so my friend is a Gemini. She changes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I became Muslim. And um, my friend was just, I think the when I got back to the root of it, because I was, like, laughing and joking in hindsight. And I was like, she treated me like I just came out the closet. <laughs> like, I was her son. You it's know? just shocking. It was so shocking, right? I was just like, hey, by the way, just so you know, I took my shahada. She was like, what? When did this happen? Are you studying for two weeks? Take that sheet off your head. <laughs> No, nah. no, nah, seriously though, <laughs> we've had a lot of 
growth. We have had okay? a lot of growth. And she is totally not that person. She is my friend who reminds me to pray, you guys, <laughs> right? For all the people who are like th- those stones in my friend. Okay. Um, I will swear. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, um, you know, in that time, I thought to myself, I kept trying to dig, like, why is she so upset? Like, I, I, I believe in God. I didn't, like, ascribe to, like, Satanism. Like, why is she, like, so in her feelings? Like, we were so at odds at that point. It was one of the toughest points of our friendship. It really and it was, was really, really hard. It was so hard that we were talking to other people about us. Yeah. Like, we were a whole married couple. <laughs> like, I had met people after we reconciled. Yeah. And it was probably maybe, like, what, a month or two? And I remember trying to search, and I think what it was was the acceptance of my friend is changing, but that doesn't change us. Yeah. And I think that was the biggest thing was allowing me the space to evolve. Um, And I think another thing of yours, too, was just making sure that it was something that was true to me. Yeah. You know, like, we're going to talk about it. A lot of women, I see it. You know, they become Muslim because they met a dude with a dashiki. Yeah, because you didn't And a kufi on. Oh, boy. If it and now, all of a sudden, <laughs> they're halal and eat bean pies. Yeah. Right? And for, like, two whole seconds, they have a hijab on. Yeah. May God make it easy for you. I'm not poking fun of anybody. But seriously, that is a thing. Right? And I think that my friend thought... Like, oh, okay, you know, she is around somebody that kicks some stuff about Islam to her. And now for two weeks, like, he's going to, like, guide her astray, you know? I think that was a fear, too. And that that just wasn't it. It was just, you know, it was us being able to communicate and say, hey, this is, this is really me. Like, this is what I want, you know? And this is going to be me no matter who stays and who goes. And you sing. And I think... Friendships, friends need to see, just like everybody else, consistency. Yeah, consistency is key. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, like, friendships that are social media friendships. Like, oh, you know, I like this person. I'm going to like their pictures and comments and under their stuff. And then we're going to see how this goes Mm -hmm. because when there is a disagreement, you will see who people are, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's about treating your friends like your family. And being able to communicate and just talk things out and being able to be committed to the journey. You know, everyone talks about being committed to the journey and relationships, but no one talks about being committed to the journey and friendships. And I think that we have to learn how to have a better representation as to what friendships look like amongst black women. Yes. And I think that it's rooted in lack of communication. It really is. And one of the biggest things is accountability and conflict resolution. Healthy conflict resolution, for sure. Yes. I find that when women have issues, they don't say anything. They just become very passive aggressive or they just become distant. Yeah. And I feel like if you have a friendship that you feel is worth hanging on to, um, that you should always pick up the phone and talk to that person direct, right? Because other people can mislead you, too. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the biggest things that I noticed, ladies, is that when people get into it with their friends, they call outside people. Yeah. And then outside people start putting things in your head that are not true. You may start listening to those things, and then you mm-hmm. never get to the center 
of the conflict, mm -hmm. you know? And that outside friend could be a hater. Let's talk about it. Let's be real. <laughs> yes, that outside friend sometimes is a hater. Yeah. And they don't like the closeness that you have. So the first crack that they yeah. see, they're looking to stick a stick in it and widen that wedge, right? To get you out the way. Yeah. And some people are very territorial like that. And so the moment that you go and you begin to talk to somebody else, what I also want to stress is that it does not solve anything. It doesn't. When you talk to somebody else about an issue you have with someone and it's not them, yeah. they can't solve your issue with that person. I feel like it takes courage um, and confidence yeah. to pick up the phone and say, hey, this is how I feel. This is how the situation made me feel. I love you, but we need to talk about this. Yeah. And it takes emotional maturity. A lot of people lack emotional intelligence. Yeah, and a lot of people think that money is like the thing that solves all problems. I'm not worried about that friendship. I'm on, I'm in my bag, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm focused on my business. I could care less, you know? All I'm worried about is my bank account. Yeah. And that is toxic mm -hmm. and it's not healthy. And you need women, and you need healthy friendships. Even though you have a man, like, you still need your friends. And that's what I think we've come to the conclusion of over 12-plus years yeah. and of being friends is that we really do need each other. Yes. Good, bad, ugly, mm -hmm. ups, downs, name changes, religion changes. Yes, all Everything of it. that you can think of, you know, spouse changes, everything that you can think of, mm -hmm. we've gone through it. Together. Mm -hmm. I remember one time we got into a nasty little argument, and it's usually always me, guys. I'm the rebel, and she's the conservative. <laughs> Believe it or not. And I, I come off as the, the rebel, rebel, and I come off as the conservative, um, which is true outwardly, right? But in decisions in life, I will ball up that thing and start over every time. Yeah. I don't care, and that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. And I'm very, whoa, like, <laughs> think it through. Like, and me, I'm just like, if it now. don't work, I'll ball it up again. Let's go, yeah, right? Like, sure. I'm a risk taker. And although you're a risk taker, you're a conservative risk taker. Um and so I remember one time we had a really bad argument. Whoa. And I, I'm classic. It? Like, when what I get it? to my point, this one likes to talk, 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 talk. Me, and I'm like, no, I'm done with this. And she's she's going to get that point home. I so am. I hang up on her, and I'm like, click. And I'm like, click, Did, click. And she's we, calling back. I don't even know. I think we were having a heated conversation about my kids. <laughs> No, I know what it was about. It wasn't about the kids. No, I think it was the kids. It was the kids. Let me tell you what it was about. So, so. <laughs> no, that was a whole different one that I'm thinking about. We got a lot of different disagreements. But this this particular time, I just kept, I was so hot. I remember I was so hot, like my ears were red. And I just kept, send a voicemail, send a voicemail, send a voicemail. And then finally I called and I said, what? And she said, don't hang up with me. I need you. <laughs> if, if you don't pick up my calls, I only have you and Jen. <laughs> and, you know, it's that relentlessness. Yeah. You know, to just love me even when I'm angry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and also my love and soul forgiving heart because that's been my biggest gift and curse is that I am so loving and I am so forgiving. You know, my love does cover a multitude of things. And so um, I think just having that balance in our friendship has been really, really good. And I think that's what makes our friendship work is yeah. that, you know, 
I'm just like, all right, that's just Ronnie being Ronnie. I ain't tripping. You know, where some people might be like, you know, ruffled in their feathers because you are direct. But it takes a person who's comfortable in their skin to appreciate somebody who is forthright and says, hey, that don't look right. And I think that we also have to know and value how important it is to have people around us that will tell us the truth. Even when it's not what we want to hear. And I think my biggest fear is getting to a certain level in my life, financially, Mm -hmm. uh, in my success, where I don't have anyone around me that is brave enough to tell me about myself. And everyone is yes to me. And everyone is approving. And everyone is cheering me on, even when I'm making mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, we kind of, we started to bump heads because I'm I'm that friend. And for so long, uh, you were like, I don't care if you're right. Let me just do whatever I want to do. And we had to learn how to be understanding. We had Mm -hmm. to learn how to you know, talk those things out. Yeah. And we we had to learn how to grow in friendship. Yeah. You know, so in this segment, guys, I want to make sure that we are stressing, that we are pushing to keep healthy friendships. This is your reminder to go call your friend that you haven't talked to in five years. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and over something petty. Over something petty. Okay. All right, we have a guest question about friendship. Okay. (laughs) That we are going to answer today. All right. Live. All right. (laughs) Hey, Ronnie, my name is Sierra. I had a six-year friendship with a friend that I went to school with. As I started my business, I feel like she started to become extremely distant. She would never support my business, but I recently noticed her supporting and shouting out businesses that were similar to mine. This made me feel like she was not supportive of me and I eventually stopped talking to her altogether. How would you feel and was I wrong? So for me, I trust the vibe, right? So if I have, my friend has a business and I have a business, Ronnie's link is in my bio. That's a fact. That's a fact. Period, point blank. It's been when Ronnie started her business, when she first started her brand rehab, some of you guys heard my voice because I was doing her calls. I'm that friend. Yeah. She never has to second guess if I have her back. And when my friend started her real estate business, I'm out. I was her cameraman, her videos. I'm doing her branding. We're coming up with social media names. We're doing... Things for each other. And I personally feel like that's what friends do. Absolutely. And if you have to, first of all, you're not crazy, (laughs) right? Like, I feel like people are like, am I tripping? You're not tripping. If you feel somebody is vibing with you that way, they're supporting other people that do exactly what you do and they're acting distant. The hard truth is that that person could be jealous of you. Or just not want to support you. Yeah, but, I mean, the acting distant as soon as you started a business, we've gone through that. So, you know, Ronnie and I have been in business before for years, and there were people who we were very, very close with for a long time prior to that. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, and they kind of fell off for a few reasons. Not everybody was jealous, but let me just also say this. As you begin to evolve business and faith, business, faith, marriage, parenthood, those things evolve you at lightning speeds. Oh, for sure. For sure. And the dynamics of relationships change. Yes. Because people sometimes think that you have a friendship where Mm -hmm. you just have a business relationship. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that sometimes the relationships end when the business ends. Because they exactly. weren't friendships. They were just business relationships. Yeah, they were just, you know, work buddies or whatever. And, and I want to kind of play devil's advocate with yeah, this a little bit, ahead. too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to flip to the other side. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I want us to kind of stop doing mm-hmm. is expecting our friends to build our businesses. Absolutely. Okay. Because your friend is not going to be the person who builds and blows your business up. Mm -hmm. If you have a friend that can do that, great. Mm -hmm. But I want us to stop starting businesses with the expectations that this person has to promote you 24-7. That may not be that person. Mm -hmm. Now, where the confusion comes in at is that now that person is promoting something that's similar to yours. That seems a little weird to me. And shady. And shady. Okay, that that would be a red flag to me, mm-hmm. 100%. But what I will say is that we have to trust the energy. Yeah. And I am not with just saying, I see this, I'm done with you. Yeah. That's not yeah. how I would handle it. Yeah, the conversation should definitely be had, especially if it's a best friend. You shouldn't just fall off and not say anything. This is definitely where communication comes in. Hey, have I done something to offend you? Yeah. Right? Is there something I did wrong? I feel a distance between us. Let's discuss it. Um, But ultimately, having that conversation and in that conversation, you'll be able to get all that you need to realize where you need to go with that friendship. Because let me just say this. Sometimes people are offended. And -hmm. you don't even know that you've offended someone. Yes. And to the people who are offended, sometimes people don't even know that they offended you. Mm -hmm. So you... Just pick up the phone. Say, hey, mm-hmm. I just want to let you know, like, this hurt my feelings. Because a lot of times when you start seeing these types of things, it's because someone was offended. They did not have the conversation about it. Mm-hmm. They dragged it out. They went to talk to other people about it. Yeah. Someone else gave you some negative feedback. Mm-hmm. You allowed it to get into your head. And then you start changing. You went from talking every day. Mm-hmm. to maybe a day a week, mm-hmm. two days a week, right? And the first thing I always notice is like... They don't like nothing on They don't social. like nothing on you. They stop liking your pictures. They it's go just, ghost on social they media. Go ghost it's on it's social certain media. habits that it's people habits. have. And people 
notice your habits, mm-hmm. right? It's all rooted in lack of maturity mm-hmm. and the ability to express the emotions that you're feeling. If you're hurt, say you're hurt. If you're offended, say you're offended, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to go ghost. I'm not one of those people that believe in just cold turkey yeah. dropping people. Yeah. So what I would say to you is to have a conversation with your friend. Call her up. You know, talk to her and just let her know. First reassure her as far as how you feel about her because we don't want to call somebody like, hey, you know, you're not supporting me, but I see you supporting this other person. That's not how we want to start the conversation. We want to start the conversation out in love. Mm -hmm. What would you say? So first, mindset is everything. And I think that that's the first place to start because... A lot of people come to the conversation ready to, you know, not just battle, but also offload their grievances. Yeah. Right? But when a person then comes back and says, well, this is what you did, the original party often goes into defense mode. I didn't do that. That's not how I am. And it's almost like you're gaslighting me. I said you made me feel this way. Yeah, you have to acknowledge a person. You have to acknowledge, even if that wasn't your intent, that these actions are how you make a person feel. And I feel so many people go on the defense. That's not how that happened. I didn't do that. And if you've classically had that behavior, I feel like that is what causes people to not want to come to you to begin with. Because they're like, okay, well, if I come and I speak to a person and tell them that they hurt my feelings or tell them that this is how they made me feel, they're just going to talk around the whole, you know, scenario. And they're not going to see me. So I feel like mindset and heart set is very important before having a conversation is going into it with the mindset of resolution. Yeah. Right. Healthy resolution. Yes. Because some of you all are ready to end it. Like people are ready to end it. Yeah. We are in a very cancel culture. (laughs) Yeah. It's cancel everything. (laughs) We were friends for 20 years. You cancel. Right. Which is crazy. People are so easy to give up. I'm seeing people like, oh, I'm canceling my mama, my daddy. Blood don't make us family. I don't know about y'all, but my mother birthed me. It definitely makes her my mother. Why (laughs) is everything cancel culture? I think we become such a selfish culture. Are you willing? You have to be willing to fight for something. Something has to matter to you. I feel like in America specifically, we've become so one-minded and selfish, which is reflected in our friendships, which is um, reflected in our marriages, right? Everything is about self. Everything is about if I'm happy. But back in the day, it was about the last name. Yeah. It was about the unit. You didn't just split up from a marriage. You didn't just break off partnerships because this is the legacy that we're building. Well, I would say that back in the day was a little different. Back in the day, but because, there was this pros and say, cons. People were saying, pros and cons. People, back in the day, women were, they were going through it. They were going through, yeah, they were going, hell, going through hell and high water. True. You know, they had siblings that lived three houses down. They were. And the reason why they were staying back in the day is because men were the financial providers. And most of the women that were going through things back then, if they had the financial stability to walk away, they would have. But many of them did not leave because they were housewives. They they did not have the financial stability. And then they stayed together for image. They stayed together for the sake of I was married, but they hated each other. 
in the mm-hmm. process. And then by the time they were 50 years old, they were not sleeping in the same room anymore. That is very true. Right? Granddaddy over here, grandmama three, four rooms down, mm-hmm. and they just they weren't friends. They didn't like each other. They barely spoke to one another, and they mm-hmm. were just staying in the house together for the sake of the kids and the image. Get somebody else to do it. Yeah, so I'm going to play devil's advocate. There are women with money whose men are straight dogs. Yeah. And but they say they're staying for image. Most of those they're women staying, are staying no, for image. Don't undercut it. Women are staying for the same reason broke women stay. Because they're stuck mentally. They're stuck. It has nothing to do with money. When a person gets in your head, no matter how much money you make, it's hard to get them out. I think that you're in a cycle. I think it you're depends on how strong you are. If if you yeah. like I will say this, if you're mentally strong, mm-hmm. And someone is not treating you right. Yeah. You can walk away from that if you are mentally strong. And it does take time. Yeah. It does take time for some people. But back in the day, those were some strong women, but they couldn't even open up a bank account back in the day. Yeah, that's true. But make no mistake. I know families where one of the children didn't look like five and it wasn't because of the husband. Yeah, there's a reason why it it said, you know, your mom was sleeping with the milkman. Yeah, it went went both ways for sure. So what I will say is like, I'm not saying that people aren't working through things. Mm -hmm. I just feel like people are protecting their mental health more these days. Yes. But with that, with everything comes as pros and cons. Yes. Right. And so we've become this, to me anyway, we've become this society that it's like, if it doesn't make me happy, I'm not doing it. There are some things in life that won't always bring you joy and happiness that are a necessity. Yeah, I agree with that. But society is telling us, if you don't like it, change it, right? And that can be a little dangerous. And I feel like that mindset has crept into everything that we do. So the moment that anybody's uncomfortable, what do they do? Quit. Yeah. But I think also it really depends on what you're going through. Yeah. Because if you're in a toxic situation or relationship, and and let me just stress this, even friendship, Mm -hmm. okay? Because some people, you can forgive them, but you need not to deal with them anymore if they're at a certain level of, She's toxic. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. There are people who I've had to, excuse me, cut off along the way because I just felt like, and I love them long time, but I just felt like, you know, they were toxic and you, and that's okay. I didn't like how I felt around them any longer. And so because of that, I said, you know what? And it wasn't nothing messy. It wasn't nothing nasty. I stated it and I just... Just kind of scale back. Yeah. And and then I, what I will say is to the young lady who wrote in is that when you repair and even try to talk to that person about that relationship and what happened to just make sure it's genuine and make sure it's pure because we see people fake makeup all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. But the relationship never gets back to how it was initially. And if you're going to repair it, then you have to repair it the right way. Absolutely. And we all got to see recently how serious it is to have the wrong fruiting group around you when we saw that girl, Shanquella, down in Mexico. Yeah. By the hands of her friends, allegedly. I have to say that. But 
Literally, she went someplace thinking she was safe with a group of friends, and she never made it back home to her family in her early 20s. And so make no mistake, while we are for reconciliation, um, we still want to make sure that if a person, just if the vibe is not right, don't have frenemies around you. We're not doing no nice, nasty. (laughs) Yeah. We're not doing no nice, nasty people. (laughs) Exactly. Right? Like the people who always one-up you, who are taking little cuts at you. um, Those are not the friendships we're talking about repairing. And and then what I also will say, ladies, is like one of the things that I've started to do is I've started to pay attention to women who do not have friends. Like, who have not had friends that have lasted for years. Like, that has been my my red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Like, let me see, where are your 5 to 10-year, your 15-year friends? Mm-hmm. Or where are your friends, period, right? Mm-hmm. If you are that, I'm an alpha female, I don't run in packs type of girl, that's a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Just me personally. Because I'm a girl's girl, right? Me too. <laughs> so I need that energy. Like, I love that energy. I'm all about that sisterhood. Mm-hmm. So I think that sometimes we ignore the red flags that we see. Um, you can see competitiveness. You can see yes. comparativeness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see insecurity. You can see all those things. But sometimes we overlook those things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to talk about, you know, childhood. What did people go through? A lot of people responses are rooted in childhood trauma mm-hmm. that they've gone through, you know, at a younger age and it's kind of just been within them and they have walls up with people um, mm-hmm. or they're very competitive amongst other women. You got to look for all those things. So mm-hmm. my advice is get on the phone, talk to your friend, give her a call, express how you feel, let her know how much she means to you first and foremost before you even go into what's bothering you. Um, and then try to talk it out and, and do it from the heart. Yes. And then always do a self-check. Like whenever there's an issue, I always inflect first to make sure I'm not the drama. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because sometimes we are the problem, ladies. And so just doing that check to make sure like, wait, like, is it me? Have I handled people improperly? Especially if you're starting to notice a pattern in your life. Yeah. Like friendships are starting to fall out and two, three, four, five people not speaking to you or you not speaking to them. If you constantly have an issue with people, you might be the person who has the problem. So just doing that self-evaluation as well is really important because it's very, very easy to point the finger. But like the old saying goes, when you point a finger, there's four more pointing back at you. So I love that. I love that. And and I'm going to say just do it from the heart. Yeah. Do it from the heart. If I could say anything, it would be stop going to other people about your problems and go to the person that you care about. It will keep a lot of the drama. It will keep a lot of, you know, those feelings that are coming into your mind that are negative. It'll keep a lot of that out if you just really talk to somebody. And the person that you're having an issue with is somebody. Yes, and it's the same advice that we give people who are married, right? You keep that in-house. You don't go around talking to everybody about what your spouse did wrong. Why? Because they don't get to see all the good things about your spouse. You're just going to them, dumping on them every time this person does something to upset you. Now you've built this person up as a villain. Yeah, to the sure. people around who and don't then, even and know then you them. make up with the person and then you bring them to the cookout. Everybody looking at them like he crazy. <laughs> exactly. You know, and now you're looking fake. Yeah. Now you're looking phony, you yeah. know. So it's just important that when you're upset, 
to be silent for a second, process how you feel, you know, take a moment to breathe, take a moment to reassess, and then give a phone call. Yeah. And, you know, if you're spiritual like me, pray about it. Yeah. And and if you spiritual like her, then she'll call me and talk crap and then hang up. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, fight for your friendships. You know, fight for your friendships because yes. you need friends. You need friends. Women need women. And yes. I think that the healthy communication, sticking it through, this is your sign to call your friend that you haven't spoke to. For 10 years because she didn't make your birthday dinner. Because they love to cut you off over a birthday dinner. <laughs> Good <laughs> but God. Life happens. Life happens. And I think we got to stop that. You know, everyone, we have kids. People have yes. families. People have People husbands. have mental health issues. Listen, yes. we're just coming from out of a pandemic. You don't know what stuff. it took for somebody to get through being in a house with their spouse or by themselves. I have friends who are single. Yeah. who sat in the house all by themselves secluded. For two have, years. Yes. I have friends, and they teleworked. Yeah. You know, like, that takes a toll. We have no idea what that has even begun to do to yeah. us yet. But people We're still also seeing have those families. Effects. Yes. You know, and children and their own personal issues, you know, and their careers mm -hmm. and, you know, their personal journeys and, mm -hmm. and all the, the inner work that they're doing um, within themselves. I just feel like we have to stop holding people to such high expectations. Yes. And we got to get in tune with ourselves because a lot of that codependency mm -hmm. comes from not being grounded and rooted mm -hmm. within. And you're looking for other people to be able to, you know, be codependent on. It's like, no. Yeah, and people have real stuff going on in their life. They can't always come to a fun event, even if it's just literally mentally they don't have it in them yeah. to be around a crowd today. Like, I feel like if you love people, you should love them where they are in the season that they're in, and that, again, you should give them grace, and yeah. that you should, you know, instead of saying, you know, and this is the classic passive-aggressive post, the after <laughs> post of the dinner ladies. Thank you for everybody who did decide to show up <laughs> to my birthday dinner today. Y'all the real ones. It's like, get over yourself. You know, instead of doing things like that, be grateful yeah. for the people you have who could show up, who could make it. And afterwards, call your friend genuinely and say, hey, I missed you today. Yeah. I missed your laugh. Are you okay? Is yeah. everything okay? Stop making everything about yourself 24-7. You know, I think that's huge. In relationships, no, no matter what type of relationship, if you show up with a heart to take, you will always have a deficit. Yeah. But if you show up with a heart to give, you will always be overflown in abundance. And I feel like friendships is no different. I don't ever come thinking, what do you want to give to me? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and there have been moments when I have been depleted. Yes. And I have been stressed out. Mm -hmm. And I have been... At a place, I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of all of this stuff. Like, <laughs> get me out of here. Yes. <laughs> and there have been moments where you're like that. Yeah. And I couldn't come to some stuff. And there's some things that you couldn't make. And we just don't take it personal. Yes. There was a, a moment. Um, I remember. I'm not going to get emotional. <laughs> don't you do it. <laughs> I was after a divorce. Yeah. My house was a mess. And I was raising five small kids. Me and Ronnie got a gang of kids. Yeah. <laughs> together. <laughs> and um, they were small at the time. We've been raising our kids together for a long time. And um, I was really down and out. And she came to my house. 
with um, our other friend, Jen, and they were all dressed up, and I looked a hot mess. And they came in, and she said, listen, y'all get up right now. You see your mother stressed out? <laughs> get these rooms clean. Get this house clean. Everybody get up right now. And she got my kids up, and she got them to clean in. And then she, she said, and I got a gift for you. Put your clothes on. And it was this coat. I still got a coat. And it, and it comes in at the way she bought it from a boutique. And it was like the tweed, black and white coat. And she said, put your coat on. Do your makeup. She said, we're taking you out to dinner. I'm paying. Don't worry about it. And I got dressed. And I got cute. And instead of you being like, dang, she going through this, da, 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 like you came in and you stepped in like a real sister. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's been times where I know I've done the same. But it's like, instead of saying, oh, you know, Nora's down, she can't make it, oh, blah, blah, blah. It was like, no, we about to drive to her house. What's, what's up? You yeah. good in here? And then walking in and seeing me like really like, in a yeah, down depleted. space. Depleted. I had nothing else to give inside. And like being that friend and saying, mm-mm, get up right now, let's go. You know, like that means a lot. And so friendships and any relationship, it's like a bank account. For sure. There are gonna be some times where you have to deposit into it, and there are gonna be some times where you have to withdraw. And I'm thankful for the times that you deposited into me, right? So that when I did need a withdrawal, there was something there to pull, right? Mm -hmm. And vice versa. And vice versa. Because there have been mm -hmm. moments. <laughs> <laughs> my friends walk into my, my room and be like, what is going on? And that's I've been you, her closet organizing, yeah, she's like, guys. We I've been here organized. like, let's get this whole thing together. together. Yeah. Right? And we, it's, it's a give and take. Yeah. And, and the great thing about you know us is that we're givers. And what I will mm -hmm. say, you guys said there are takers, and you just you gotta be careful, and you gotta yeah. know who the givers are and who the takers are. But relationships and friendships, they evolve. Mm -hmm. One season you could be up, yes. and your friend may be down, right? Mm -hmm. And then one season you may be up, mm -hmm. and your friend may be down, and mm -hmm. then there's a season where both of you all will be up together. Mm -hmm. But so how cool. you all treat each other when the other one is down, it will say a lot about your friendship. Yes, I love it. I'm so glad I didn't cry. That would have been an uh, ugly well, I cry. Thought I saw a tear it was like a little well, but it didn't come out. I, I saw, held on to it like a thug. It's still a little tear. A little right something right in, in the corner. Don't do, <laughs> Don't do it. All right, guys. Like well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we are going to have more of these Best Friend segments coming soon. Here's your reminder to call the friend, the family member, the person that you cut off for not showing up to the birthday dinner and get back to them. All right, make sure you guys subscribe and continue to tune in to The Girl CEO Show. Bye. It's The Girl CEO Show. Run it up. Always on the grind. You already know what's up. Everything from dating to life in the business. Covering it all like a boss. Come and get this. It's The Girl CEO Show. Yeah. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.